Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How are you doing this um, apocalypse? I am having cabin fever. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, just, yeah. they just shut down construction in New York, so I will join the ranks of the unemployed. Ah, welcome. No, no, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm not unemployed, but I'm working from home, but it feels like I'm unemployed because I'm trapped in the house. Normally, my default setting is, given the opportunity, I will sit on the couch and do nothing. However, now that that is my only option, I'm like, I have to get out of the house. Yeah, and I can't even stream things properly because the streaming services, since mm. everybody's streaming stuff, it's like slow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible. Like, I think Thursday for like an hour and a half, Netflix went down and I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. I don't watch a lot of Netflix, actually. <laughs> Funny enough. Oh, uh, you need to watch Tiger King. That thing is insane. You're like the fourth person who's like, watch Tiger King. And I'm like, part of me is like, you're missing out if you don't watch it. The other part of me is like, damn the man, we're not watching it. No, you're not missing out. You're just, it's just entertaining. That's all. Because oh. that guy is, ins they, or they are all insane. Because it's a true story and it's about big cat people and big cat people are insane. I mean, I don't not believe that. I watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> I watch a lot of informational YouTube videos. Well, those are good, too. It seems so lame. <laughs> but it's not. I love it. And uh, we watch a lot of um, travel videos and people who build vans and people who go to national parks. And depending on who they are, they're either boring or not. Some mm. people are very boring and they're not good at it. I don't, I'm not naming names because that's mean. And if I ever have a YouTube channel, I don't want people to be mean to me about it. Yeah, I got you. Turn me up a bit. Okay. Is your sister going to start her own podcast? Is that what's going on here? I don't know. Maybe she was just interested because she asked me this morning, like, wait, you have a podcast? I'm like, yes, it's on Podbean. What does she think told... every time I came to the house? I don't, I don't, I don't think she was there because she was in the Bronx every uh... time you came to the house. Because she lives in the Bronx now and she's like, quarantined as well because mm. she's on vacation she's she's been in the hospital and stuff but she's on vacation for two weeks but she can't go anywhere obviously so oh that's tough yeah so she's been like cooking and stuff i'm running out of things to do <laughs> like uh, i i baked the other day and it came out here's the problem like i you're a baker and i'll explain to you my problem first of all i never use enough sugar all recipes online don't call for enough sugar in your buttercream because it just winds up very loose. And they're like, use three cups of sugar. But they mean like five cups of sugar. What type of sugar are you using? Are you using confectioners or are you using Confectioners. Regular? Okay. Because I don't want a grainy frosting. So anyway, I whenever I pick a cupcake recipe or any, any recipe, doesn't matter. Could be a dinner. I'm like, this looks like it'll be simple. I'll make this one. And no further thought goes into it. I gather my ingredients and it is the most difficult cupcake on earth. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. I made pecan pie cupcakes. See, you're starting off too complicated. I know. It's not that I don't know how to bake a cupcake. I do. So I feel like every cupcake is achievable. <laughs> <laughs> and I achieved it, but I was like, oof, pecan pie filling is very difficult. I didn't realize how difficult. You want a real challenge? Make, try to make French macarons. Oh, yeah. I hear that those are very hard to make. Yeah, that's a challenge. And I don't have a good piping bag. I just cut the corner on a, like a gallon bag and I stick a cookie press tip, like one of my sugar cookie tips, into the, the cut tip. And that's how I pipe. But that's what they tell you to do. 
Well, like, yeah, if you're a cheap ass like if me. If you don't have, like, you, piping stuff. If, you're well, doing, if you don't have piping stuff, that's what they tell you to do. Well, if you're doing a French macaron, I'm sure they're not like, hey, take the poor man's pipe route. <laughs> <laughs> just take a regular bag and just fill it with, with whatever. And... I'm sure, like, all French chefs everywhere are like, do not take a gallon Ziploc bag <laughs> and try and take these. <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing that. I've been watching um, Kitchen Nightmares, the UK version. He's nicer on that. Mm, he is. Americans have it coming. I feel like that should be the tagline for Kitchen Nightmares US edition. <laughs> we have it coming. We have a piss poor attitude. Because we, we like shows that like everyone yells at and screams at each other. This one, he's more like, yeah, you're a bit of a dick, but he's telling you like what to do and he's being nice about it. Well, we're also very indignant. We're like, well, I know I invited you here, but how dare you? Don't tell me how to run my restaurant, but yeah. you're having trouble. It's wild. Yeah, American, uh, the American version is so much meaner. <laughs> that's it. I got, I dug out my old Nintendo. I saw on Facebook. I got that to work. That's, it's going excellent. I just ordered uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. We are playing one, and it's going fine. But three is my real bit of business. What about two? I'm okay at two, and two costs more than three, because two is kind of a disaster. So there's like, a, people like to buy a disaster, I guess. I, well, I didn't know that. Well, because thought... like when, when Luigi jumps, his legs go all weird. and <laughs> It's weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, it's strange. But, uh, you know, we'll keep it with three, and maybe I'll look up some Final Fantasy stuff. Although I have um, Star Tropics, so maybe I'll just do that. Final Fantasy, I have the Japanese 2 version I could I emulate on my emulator. Oh. And I'm trying to get 7, but it's hard to get 7. Oh, sure. All the old games, I can get it on an emulator, but where's the fun in that? True. Where's the fun in my old NES if I can't, if I can just play it on my cell phone? Which I have. I certainly have. I, was there yeah. ever a Stargate game? I wonder. I don't have to. Uh, I'll look it up, probably, but I don't think so. I know there was a cartoon that had nothing to do with the series. That's weird. Like, it had a Stargate, but it had all the characters were, like, different and stuff. <laughs> so it's, like, SG-4's Adventures? Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't, like, on Earth, though. It was, like, on another planet. Or, like, a future Earth where, like... With aliens, it's, it's weird. There was one for Game Boy that was a puzzle-like game, like Tetris. Who would play that? I don't know. <laughs> it's a movie tie-in action game by Acclaim for Super Nintendo. Really? I never heard of that one. Yeah, it was for Super Nintendo, and I don't have a Super Nintendo, so... Looks like I'm out of luck there. I looked into buying a used Super Nintendo. I yeah, how I much... Where did you look on Amazon and stuff? Oh, eBay. And uh, some people are selling, like, I saw one, and they were like, does not work, 30 bucks. And I'm like, don't you mean <laughs> zero bucks? Because this one does not work. Well, maybe they're selling it to people who, like, electronic-wise, and they know how to fix it. I mean, people probably do know how to fix it. And I looked up some, like, uh, my NES was, I played a couple of games, and then it was not cooperating. And I couldn't figure out why I figured it out. The placement of the cartridge matters. Yeah, did you blow inside the cartridge? Of course I did. I also have a, a head cleaning kit from back then that still works. Oh, good. But yeah, they were like, take the lid off. And I'm like, well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's not like fix it. 
Honestly, it's not like fixing the 3D printer where it's relatively easy. I just take the fan off and I put in a new hose or whatever. This None of that is happening inside an NES. <laughs> They're just like, hope you have a soldering iron. And I'm like, I don't. I do not. Not that kind of soldering iron anyway. I have a craft one. But that's for a different thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to change out the board or the 72 pins. None of that's happening. <laughs> if you have a different way to blow into the cartridge, that's really what I'm looking for. Because I know people who can do that. They have, like, the soldering iron and they change the pins and they do that. I'm like, yeah, well, maybe I have time for that now because, you know, can't leave the house. But. Right. Yeah, maybe I'll learn, but I'm not learning on my soul. We also have a PS2 that we might dust off and give that a teach me how to use the controllers for that. Yeah, I have a PS2 as well. I can't remember where the X and the triangle and all that stuff is. <laughs> and then when they get to two controllers, two joysticks, I can't operate mm-hmm. two t- two joysticks at the same time. It's too confusing. Oh, with the okay, with the L and R buttons and stuff like that. I can do L and R, but like down the line, they wind up with two. You put your thumbs over two joysticks, and I get it's the same as a plus pad, but I can't operate two joysticks at the same time. It doesn't make sense for me. So one joystick makes you run, like in the Star Wars game. One joystick makes you run, and the other joystick oh, aims your yeah. gun. That's not two individual thoughts. In, in real life, like in my mind, if I'm running and shooting, my half my brain isn't going left foot, right foot, and the other half of my brain's like, aim to the right, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock. It's not doing any of that. It's it's all at once. Well, it's all muscle memory, though, if you, if you have to do it again and again. You haven't, probably haven't done it in a while. I have not. And I'm like, because the first time I tried it, I was like, I hate this. We're not doing <laughs> this. I'm good at side-scrolling, and that's where I'm going to live. Because I'm old. Fair enough. I'm old man. I'm, I get my Jack O'Neill on where I'm like, I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't get it. Let's get out of here. Seriously. Speaking of Jack O'Neill. Right. That's right. <laughs> I brought it back. Uh, this week in Stargate, we watched Tin Man, which is episode 18. We're getting near to the end of the season. And how it opens, it opens that the Stargate is inside of a warehouse, a warehouse where Daniel thinks where? they're more advanced than we are. Yep. They're more advanced, but it seems old somehow. Right, I was like, I don't know about more advanced guy. They mean, they uh, have I, things. I, I, I still see some copper tubing over there and some, you know. Yeah, like steampunk hadn't been invented yet, but if it were to be, it'd be right here. Mm-hmm. And Teal'c's never seen it before, which is finally, Teal'c doesn't know about a thing already and was not nope. telling everyone first. <laughs> Teal'c was silent in this one. And then a computer shocks them and knocks them out. So that's the cold open. They wake up in the most flattering of suits. <laughs> the Logan's Run suits, I, oh I, my... like, I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Logan's Run indeed. Yeah, everybody looks <laughs> excellent. Yeah, somebody was a fan of Logan's Run on that TV show. I love um, that Harlan is the last survivor of the group, and while I love him, Sam does not love him. No, she can't stand him. Which is crazy, because I would think that like a little sciencey eccentric man would be right up Sam and Danielle's alley. Yeah, but he seems more like annoying than right. sciencey. She's very annoyed. She's like, I'm already annoyed by you. <laughs> <laughs> I've met you for like five minutes. Daniel hasn't put on his glasses yet. And so I consider that foreshadowing. 
Yeah. They're like trying to let you know that something's wrong with them because that Daniel's not wearing glasses. Now they don't let you wonder about this for long enough to actually qualify for foreshadowing. <laughs> no. Because Harlan's like, I've made you all better and then makes uh, a word I don't know and slaps his hands together in a really weird way. Yeah, it's like uh Haraya or something like that. Some weird name. Jack hates that and he tries to leave. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I feel bad that Harlan's so sad and alone. Like I'm like, they're really unrelenting to him. They're so much nicer to like I don't know, civilization's still in loincloths, so they're like these poor loincloth people. But like Harlan Yeah, but according to him, he did it to people who didn't want it to be done to him and they left. Some died, some left. We find out later on, like, what the situation yeah. is. But back at home, uh, Janet finds out that they have no heartbeat, and she's not on board for any of this bullshit. She calls security right away. <laughs> she's like, all right, you guys, what the hell? She's like, mm-mm, we're not doing this. Because <laughs> they're robots, because Jack goes so extreme when he cuts himself. I'm like... Yeah. Wasn't it after, like, she took the blood samples, and she's like, what the hell is this? Oh, yeah, it was a milky kind of, like... Milky kind of fluid, and she's like, uh, F this, man. Nope. Nope. <laughs> The, and Jack's like, Janet, come on, man. And she's like, mm-mm, no, no, thank you, Mr. Robot, or whatever's happening here. Don't you Janet me. She's like, I have a kid at home, remember, Cassandra? She's my kid at home. Yeah, exactly. I got a family to worry about. Janet calls security, security shows up, and they're like, Jack's like, uh, this is a bit extreme, don't you think? And, and Hammond comes in. Yeah, and he will, I wrote down the F-bomb, but he will straight kill you. I think Hammond needs therapy <laughs> because he's got two modes. He's got very sympathetic where he's like, this is a genuine concern to me. And the other one is, I will kill you. I'll kill you if you say another word. And he means it. He will kill you. <laughs> like Hammond, talk it out with somebody. You have grandchildren. Oh, and he says that too. Yeah, to be like, Jack tells him. I'm totally mean because I know you have grandkids. It's not that hard to find that. I'm sorry. And, and Hammond's like, how dare you? How dare you know about my grandchildren? Daniel, so Teal, uh, Teal can still feel his symbiote. So I thought that, so Daniel's like, ooh, like phantom limb syndrome. I'm into that. Daniel's into and all of this. And then Teal's like, Teal just looks at him like, what? He's like, oh. I feel that Teal is, is, Daniel seems to only be concerned with Teal when Teal is mildly fascinating. And when he's just being a regular dude, Daniel is like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fun. Whatever. People are however they're going to be. But I feel like, I feel Teal's starting to see what Jack sees with Daniel, which is <laughs> mostly irritating. Yeah, but I mean, he grows to like Daniel. Oh, he does. More, and I think more than Jack does. Uh, maybe down the line, like way down the line. Maybe Tilk's in therapy for all the times that Daniel was more than willing to let him die in order to almost <laughs> save his wife. I don't think Dr. Jackson likes me. Yeah, really? <laughs> I think he thinks I'm expendable. <laughs> Daniel's in the back going, Because you are! Because you're a ghoul, sorry. Jack is mad at Daniel and Sam because now Sam's starting to come around to how cool this actually is, uh, which Daniel was at from minute one. Yeah, he was this, all in. He's like, I feel great. This is he's awesome. like, isn't this amazing? Whatever's going on here, it's amazing. And D Jack's like, this is not amazing. None of this is amazing. But then they collapse because 
they have to go back to the planet that they were on. And it looks like they'll like Hammond's like, all right, fine. We'll dial the gate back and we'll just chuck them through. And they literally just chuck them through. There's no like <laughs> gentle placing. Like they just tumble into the other side. Well, in Hammond's defense, he did offer to bring a team with them to escort them. He was just like, and O'Neill was like, no. Well, that doesn't mean they had to chuck them through. I mean, no, but like, he gave them the he gave him the option. Like hand on the back of the pants, hand on the back of the shirt, and right through. They're like, don't worry, they're robots. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Jack looks like he. Oh, he doesn't look like he actually grabs his throat and is gonna kick Harlan's ass all over town. Yeah, he. This is angry Jack right now. But they need to recharge, so he doesn't. He somehow does not kill him, or maybe he realizes that he can't kill him because he's also a robot. Yeah. Teal seems like he's accepting his fate, but he seems disturbed by it. Like, he doesn't understand. So, I think, because you find out later on what the problem with Teal is. So, I think they, they're doing a very good job of of building that suspense, that something's wrong with Teal, but you don't know what it is. You can't, yeah, you, you can't really put your finger on it, but you know something's wrong. So, like, that's what was good about uh, Daniel saying a phantom limb. So, I was like, oh, that's really neat. I also thought that was really neat. Uh, but stuff still seems to be going wrong. And when Harlan, whenever they bring him up to Harlan, Harlan is uh, standoffish about what's going on yeah. with Tilk. Harlan explains how they became robots. And uh, and then as he's explaining it, the power source is malfunctioning. Yes. Yes, it is. This is a real interesting episode. Like, I don't score it very high, but it's interesting how they make the copies and why he's making copies, and how everybody already knows how to fix the power source, except they don't. They only have Harlan's information, which is, like, duct tape and wishes. <laughs> uh, Teal can hear his symbiote screaming, which is horrible. Yeah, I, mem- I, I remember that, yeah. So when they're fixing the malfunctioning, um, and they're going to fix it, uh, Teal finally does, um, does show up. So, before Teal shows up to punch Jack in the face. He just leaves at some point. (laughs) Jack jumps from a very high point down to the ground, and he looks annoyed about it. (laughs) And I can't tell if he's annoyed that he could jump from that height because he's a robot, or he's annoyed that he has to admit being a robot is kind of cool because he can jump from that height. I think it's the second one. Yeah, he's like, damn it, like, that he doesn't, was really he, cool. he doesn't want to admit that this is actually cool, but he's like, no, I, you know. He's such a conundrum, that guy. <laughs> but that's why you like him, because he's such a complicated human being. It is why I like him, that's true. So Jack and Teal'c fight to the death. Oh. Well, it's more Teal'c fighting to the death. Yeah, really. He steams <laughs> half his face off, and then Harlan just disintegrates him. But that was a pretty good fight sequence. Yeah. And it shows you just how strong Teal'c is. Well, Robot Teal'c is like, I don't know. Ten, time, ten times stronger than actual Teal'c? It's crazy. I'm like, oh, he's got like special but mega strength. But wouldn't Jack have that same strength? Because he's a robot? I mean, theoretically, but if they made them a better version of themselves, maybe if it's like ten times your normal strength, Teal'c was already like crazy-ass strong. So he's now ten times as strong. So he's ten times more than what they are. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, Still. that makes sense. But now it's just like that much magnification on top of it. Daniel and Sam find Harlan first. 
Oh, because they break into his where where the original bodies are place. Um, and then every, everything gets revealed. Right, because then Jack pops in to make um make Harlan admit that they're gonna go look at the other like that the other originals are around and that he should just let them see it and that it's not a transfer that they're just a copy of from that moment of them. So they meet, so they wake up the originals and then they meet themselves. So were they willing to do that? Is that, is that what they're trying to imply that he was willing to make copies of them? No, they were they, uh, I don't, the original SG team was not willing. <clears throat> because I remember when original Leo wakes up and he's like, Harlan, what's going on here? You know? Or maybe they they met and like introduced themselves to him so they would be familiar with who he is, or maybe only Daniel, because Daniel would be on board immediately, of course. Of course, because you know. I thought Daniel. it was weird that he knew the name too. I think that might just yeah. be like a, a script inconsistency, because Jack would never have agreed to this. Whatever this is, no. Yeah, maybe there's not. a maybe there's a deleted scene somewhere. Oh, there might be. Oh, before they get shocked in that cold open, yeah. So they just photo... So the effect of Sam talking to Sam is very bad. Can <laughs> we talk about how that didn't age well at all? No, not at all. Photocopy Sam is stretched out like a photocopy. It does not look good. No. And, but I do like how they argue with each other. Oh, the Jacks? Well, no, the Sams. Oh, yeah. They love each other. Robot Daniel and real Daniel love each other. Oh yeah, they're like BFFs at this they're point. Gonna make out later. <laughs> and finding out that that this is a thing that they've done before, but the originals never know. That's like that's good, but I guess it's a bit. In, it's a bit invasive, though. It's invasive, it. but what happens to those robots that don't realize that they're robots? Oh, I guess eventually he tells them that they're robots. And they either accept it or they go insane and they just walk into the ocean or whatever and never come back. They have they have an existential crisis. Robot Jack is having an existential crisis and they have oh, existential yeah. talk oh. about it. The double Jack effect is much better than the double Sam effect. And I don't know if that's down to the lighting or how they're side by side instead of facing each other. It could be a bit of both. Maybe they just used a different effect uh, than they did with the Sams, but it didn't come out as good. Uh, before they had walked in there, they, you saw them having a second crack at Teal'c. Yeah. So he was all, all slimy. Um, I'm guessing that that worked out because when they finally agree to be robots who stay and real people who go home, there's a robot Teal'c back in the picture who seems to be working out just fine. And maybe he does wind up working out fine without the, the symbiote when real Teal'c goes back because then it wouldn't be a, a thing. Or maybe they took it out of him and tried again and then put it back in him. So he wouldn't be made with the DNA of that yeah. that ghoul in his stomach. Who knows? They didn't explain how they remade a second teal better and where he's not going to be broken and beaten up all because the people all the different. time. <laughs> yeah, really. Way to not look into the physiology of other species, Harlan. <laughs> well, technically, they're human. They just have worms inside of them. Yeah. But then I guess that changes the physiology because the symbiote is what heals Teal'c and is like changes his DNA a little bit. Yeah, you're right. So when they eventually work out, so this is the, so, and that's the end of the episode. Everybody goes home happily ever after. Well, except for Robot Jack. Well, Robot Jack will just have to get over it. 
Maybe they send over a therapist and they clone the therapist into a robot so Jack can have some peace of mind. Uh, no, nah, that's too much. That's too much effort. I don't see Hammond doing that. Yeah, really. So <laughs> when they figure out gate travel to Atlantis and they set up the the rings, we'll get to all of that stuff down the line, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And they have the Prometheus <clears throat> that can travel because they used uh, I forgot the name of them. the the Norse gods. I the Asgard. The Asgardians. Uh, to help with the uh, the engines and stuff. It would be fun if they had popped over to robot them and to see how robot them are doing. Yeah. That would be like a fun little aside. That would have been a great, like, fun episode in the back season series is, uh, mm-hmm. and check up in on robot thems. Like, if it sweeps week and you need a, a reason to have Jack back in the picture, have Vala and uh, uh, Ben Browder go visit. Oh, follow. <laughs> and then that would be fun. But they didn't do that. But I think it would have been a good one. I don't think it's a mandatory viewing in order to do anything. No, it's, it's, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It's good filler, though, but it's not a man, it's not mandatory viewing. I gave it two stars. It's good, but it's, you know, it's not changing yeah, the I, world. I did the same. I gave it two stars. The next episode is There But For The Grace Of God. Oh, yes. And it uh, looks like parallel universe stuff. I don't really remember what it was about, except that I thought it was the season finale, but it is not the season finale. But I remember the title very vividly, and the preview makes it look very, very good. It is. uh, I know. Can't wait. Okay, so when we begin, uh, this is the thing I want you to think about. Uh, When we begin season two, that's when we'll do the first one of that if you were going to recast this show each episode will go over a different uh character and who would you recast and be prepared to defend your choice oh god now it doesn't have to be it could be an unknown it could be leonardo dicaprio if you really wanted it to be (laughs) but like who do you think would make a very excellent Jack O'Neill? And who do you think would make a very excellent Sam Carter? And like so on down the line with all the different um, characters. So for so for season two, episode one, think about who you'd like to see as Jack O'Neill. Ah, okay. Okay, and then and then for episode two, we'll two we'll do Sam, and I'll tell you ahead of time who it's gonna be. <laughs> all right. Or you could cast it all out now and be ready at any time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I could do that. That should be fun. That will be fun. Because I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, if they were ever to put the show back on the air, they'd have to, at a minimum, recast if they wanted to use the same character names instead of just an entirely different generation of people and just be like, hey, everything already happened, and it's still happening. Here's the new team, which I would prefer, honestly. Yeah, I'd prefer them to, well, yeah, because I would prefer them to have a new team and, like, Daniel would be like a consultant or something, or like he's still on the team, but he sees like a different roster every time. It could be something like that. They're never gonna do it, but you know. Yeah, he, he could be like he could be like um, what's her name, Catherine. Oh right. He could be like the next Catherine. That would be very cool. Okay, other other than that, uh, got anything to add? Well, not really. I haven't been out the house, so... Oh, me neither. Well, we'll still be recording. Uh, Mm -hmm. Same as always. And everybody stay inside, and the more we stay inside, the more it'll be over. Stop going outside. Stop doing it. 
Oh, you mean like? Oh, you mean like this? This, this isn't fake? Like how <laughs> I've been seeing on like the news? Like people think it's fake? Oh my god! It's Stop just it. a flu. <laughs> it's just so is the Spanish flu. So, and there's <laughs> just a few million dead. Just a few. It's no big deal. It's like only a third of the population or some crap like that. Fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Anyway, stay inside. Watch some Stargate. There's plenty of it to get through. And if you've ever played the Stargate game for Super Nintendo, uh, email us or Facebook us or do all of that stuff and let us know how it was. And should I buy an entire console just to play it? <laughs> Where at Facebook? I mean, mm-hmm. I would. I would. <laughs> We're at Facebook.com slash ZPM Stargate. Also on Twitter. Also at Gmail. Also at Instagram. Uh, So follow us in all the places, and stay safe, everybody. Bye. Bye.